Time is a great flowing river, vaster and wider than any river we know. Welcome to another Dragonlance Saga episode. My name is Adam, and today we're going to talk about the River of Time. I would like to take a moment and thank the members of this channel and invite you to consider becoming a member by visiting the link in the description below. You can even pick up Dragonlance Gaming materials using my affiliate links. I am referencing the Legends of the Twins sourcebook for this information. If I leave anything out or misspeak, please leave a comment below. Time in Kryn is not immutable as proven by Raceland Majir, but outside of chaos being introduced to the River of Time, it flows unchangingly. Any single individual's life is as a tiny pebble, and any change they make cannot divert the course of the river. In Dragonlands, there are specific laws that outline the concept of time and how, as it's presented as a river, ever-flowing, never stopped or fully diverted, cannot be stopped. All things, the land, the creatures that inhabit it, and even the gods themselves are bound by the concepts of the River of Time. Time has always been an incredibly important aspect of Dungeons & Dragons. If your party returns from a dungeon not cleared, the time it takes to heal and study may be enough for another party to enter that dungeon and reap its rewards. In Dragonlance, it's even more important, as the procession of time affects wizards, how the three moons, Solinary, Lunatary, and Nuitari, travel through time across the sky will benefit or hinder the wizard. Keeping track of time is important for the ages of Kryn. A lot happens in a year during the War of the Lance. Where your character is located may affect their lives indelibly. Even meeting a friend at the end of the last home is wrapped up in time. Go at the wrong time, and you're too early or too late. The most important aspect of time travel when concerning your game is the story, and the story must deal with the concept of paradox. If something has already happened, how can it be changed? As Huma died defeating the Queen of Darkness, could he be saved by a time traveler? And if he could be, how would that affect the future? Do your actions alter the trajectory of the River of Time, or does the river self-correct? And what about the future? If you decide to go left rather than right, is your action determined by the river itself? Or do you have free will to choose and by choosing, create a new direction for the river of time to travel? We've seen this in Dragonlance, again with Raceland Majir, but also with Tasselhoff Burfoot. One ultimately led to the other in canon, however. My point being, is the future Raceland created by defeating the gods the true intended future, or is the future where chaos is unleashed the correct future? What about the future Taz finds after Takesis, the Queen of Darkness, steals the world away from the River of Time? If characters are able to change the river, is the river truly immutable? Or conversely, has the river always flowed endlessly in the direction that is presented and all other possibilities simply brief ripples in the river, glimpses, if you will, that never were? Time is presented as a river as one event or moment leads to the next. What you do in one moment, tossing a pebble into the river, creates ripples that are ultimately pushed downstream, impacting the future. The larger the pebble, the larger the disruption. The current of the river is impacted by events. One moment creates momentum, 
a stronger current for the next moment to occur, and so on and so forth until its seemingly inevitable conclusion, like the seemingly inescapable death of a goddess for her manipulations of space and time. So while we accept that time is a river, then what of the banks? Are these the pillars of the world? good, neutrality, and evil? Or are the banks the inevitable expressions of those caught up in the river, like love and hate and war? Do the banks represent the possibility of observation of the river, traveling up and down its course without affecting it? The order of aesthetics under their patron deity, Gillian, certainly believe that time is something worth observing and recording, Witnessing it all was even outside Astinus of Palanthus's ability until Fistendanalus slash Raceland Magir created the globe of present time passing. Even the gods of Kryn are subject to the river of time. We can imagine them as beings able to stand in the river, feet touching the river bed with their heads above the surface, while the mortals are flowing powerlessly with the current. But even they are subject to the river's flow. They are not masters of the river, but neither does the river control their motion. In fact, the river's origin must be with the high god, as it was he who called Paladine into Kesis from chaos. It was he who pulled Gillian out of time itself and presented him with the Tobril, the plans of all life on Kryn. Is the Tobril, the book of knowledge and true names and the record of the high god's plan of creation, the river of time itself or merely its roadmap? Now what about chaos? Chaos is like oil to water. It will flow with the current, but it changes the nature of the river downstream. When chaos was introduced to the world, it created mortal species that never existed in the flow of time before it. And if those chaos species travel upstream into the river's past, they inevitably affect the river at the moment of their appearance, changing the river permanently. This is how Raceland can escape the flow of time as Fistendanalus, because Tasselhoff exists in the same time. And that is why Tasselhoff is able to travel to and from time in the Age of Mortals, affecting its flow, arguably making Tachesis' plans flawed and pointing Raceland and the gods to where Kryn is located in space-time. The mark Chaos makes is like a buoy floating in the water. You can use this metaphor of time as a river in Dragonlance to plan out some incredibly fascinating campaigns. Your players may travel to the past to witness events that will inform the future. How do they find the sealed doors to Thorbarden? Travel back in time to the Dwarfgate Wars and see the gates when they were open. How do they know Huma and the dragons ever existed? Travel back in time to the Third Dragon War and witness the various battles. But when they are there, do they disturb or disrupt events with their presence or actions? How can they correct them? This is part of the theme of the new Dragonlance Destinies trilogy by Margaret Weiss and Tracy Hickman. Alternatively, perhaps they travel back to protect the past from another event, like Takisa stealing the world away in the Chaos War. While the River of Time can be seen as an inevitable course of events, as some players and readers of Dragonlance prefer it to be, almost like a statue or a static painting of a river, we observe the entirety of it from the outside, but cannot and should not change its events, it's more exciting to see it as a playground. Let your players affect it and see where their story ends up. Each new campaign can be a new offshoot of the river, informed by your storytelling as the dungeon master and your players' actions in your game. Don't simply watch Dragonlance, be a part of it and take ownership over it. That is where you will find real enjoyment in this setting. 
And that is all I have to say about the river of time. Do you like time travel in your novels and games? Has time travel been used too much in Dragonlance? And finally, do you have a favorite alternative timeline? Leave a comment below. I would like to take a moment and remind you to subscribe to this YouTube channel, ring the bell to get notified about upcoming videos, and click the like button. This all goes to help other Dragonlance fans learn about this channel and its content. Thank you for watching. This has been Adam with Dragonlance Saga, and until next time, remember... Goblins, boats, lizardmen, invisible stacks. What's next?